Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of uh, Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden, your host, is in studio. You're not running this morning. I'm not, but good. But uh, wow, shout out many... to all the Twin Cities Marathon runners. Did I hear that figure? Was it getting close to 10,000? It's is something that... like 10,000 people. Wow. 10,000 intrepid souls that are about like T minus 25. They're going to take off from, uh, I think, down 6th Street, not just feet from where we're broadcasting right. from, and we're toasty and warm in the CCO studio. But studios. you said this is pretty good weather for that. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I've run a lot of them, and I'm not running this year, although uh, a very good uh, a family member of ours, Mandy's running. Go, Mandy. We're, gonna, uh, we're going to uh, go out and watch it right after the show here. Marathon spectating is actually quite fun. There's going to be a quarter million, I hear, people spectating. Wow. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun. And the fun thing about it is that you're generally warm and you're drinking coffee and you're not running. And you're not running. That's why it's yes. so fun. <laughs> That's the best. We have a huge topic to, to talk about today. We certainly welcome, and I know we're going to get busy. So if you do have a question, we're taking your Medicare questions today. Uh, Dr. Hilden has a special guest you'll introduce in a moment. But before you do, let me give the phone number and the text number. Uh, we've cleared the line. So if you're going to have a, a question about Medicare, uh, call in or text in 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six, or send a text eight one eight zero seven. Doctor Hilden, thank, what did you bring with you? Thank you. I I did bring a guest. We are going to talk about Medicare with my guest Lucas Zucker, and I'm going to let him tell you more about what he does. Um, but I can just briefly introduce the topic. Uh, this is a big year of change in in Medicare for for people in Minnesota because there's more than three hundred thousand. I have been told. Uh, we're going to ask Lucas that. But more than 300,000 Medicare members in Minnesota have to make some decisions now because of federal law changes that have eliminated Medicare cost plans. So we're, there's some decision time for many people. And you know how much I know about that? Almost nothing. So we've got Lucas to help us out and to help you out. So um, let me tell you about him, and then I'll let him explain it a little bit more. He is with the Senior Linkage Line, which is a, he's a community outreach specialist um, that is part of the Metropolitan Area Agency on Aging, and that is uh, an organization that you may or may not be aware of. So I'm going to have him tell us about it. First of all, Lucas, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Now tell me, first of all, what do you do? I just gave a mouthful. You're with the Senior Linkage Line, the agency. What is all of that? Yep. So in my role as a community outreach specialist, um, I give free presentations, educational uh, seminars, as well as uh, tabling at senior expos and health fairs and things like that. And really, it's about um, informing people of their options 
whether it's health insurance related or home and community-based options to help keep people happy, safe, healthy in their homes. The Senior Linkage Line, who runs that? So that is through the Minnesota Board on Aging, that's the state office, in partnership with the seven area agencies on aging in Minnesota. And my office, we uh, focus on the seven-county metro region. See, I bet you've been all over the metro area talking to seniors and others. That I have. Every corner. And you know a thing or two about Medicare, I imagine. And, yep, um, I actually, the first number of months that I was with the Senior Linkage Line, I was on the Medicare phone line answering questions. Okay, so for listeners, um, this is <laughs> this is a golden opportunity to talk to a, a literal expert on Medicare and some of the changes that are happening. Before I ask you to just give Medicare 101, who funds um, what you do? Yep, so um, my office, the Metropolitan Area Agency on Aging, is a nonprofit, and we receive state and federal funding. And the Senior Linkage Line is the state health insurance assistance program for Minnesota. So every state has an office similar to that, might have a different name, but that is the office that takes federal money and helps educate people about their Medicare options and provides that free, unbiased service. I think that that's kind of important that the advice you can give is the best information you have without being biased. You don't work for either the government or an insurance plan. Absolutely. So we offer um, unbiased, comprehensive uh, coverage in terms of, you know, what options are out there. And we recognize that it's different for different people. So we're not promoting any one program plan policy over another. So, Lucas, could you, um, before we get into what's new for this year, could you kind of do uh, give us a little primer on Medicare? Um, the, and, and I know about Medicare Part A and Part B and Part C and Part D, and I think that's all there are. Um, but but there's there, it's complicated. Could you could you um, give us the basics of of how Medicare is structured? Absolutely, and that is a a good place to start for my presentations as well. Uh, so, Part A and B that refers to original Medicare, and that's from 1966. And it is administered by the federal government, Um, Part A being your hospital inpatient and Part B being your medical care, lab work, durable medical equipment and things like that. Um, Part C is only since 1997, and that is the Medicare Advantage plan. And one can think of that as sort of an all-in-one. It administers your federal A and B through that company. It's a private insurance company, as well as um, nearly always including a Part D drug coverage as well. And then Part D is your uh, standalone drug plans as well as health plans that may include drug coverage. Who pays for all of that? I mean, how are they funded? Yep. So um, Part A is generally through your uh, work taxes that you have contributed to your entire life and for most people is premium free. Part B, there is a premium for. And for uh, 2018, that was $134. We do not have the numbers yet for 2019. Um, And one needs to continue to pay that Part B regardless of your other supplemental or secondary health insurance. So everybody pays the premium into Part B? Except for low-income people who okay. may qualify for assistance programs for that. And then Part C is a premium-based plan? Absolutely. So that is a, a private insurance company that um, is contracted with Medicare, and um, one would need to pay a premium for that. There are some policies that are premium-free. Um, but the the copays and and sort of coverage may be slightly less. Like you would need to possibly pay more in terms of out of pocket costs. But there are zero premium plans. And then the famous Part D, which maybe people remember as the the 
the medication part. Yep. So that's actually the newest part that was only uh, created in 2006. And it, uh, it can be through a standalone separate drug plan or it could be incorporated into a Medicare Advantage plan. Um, and that, that also is a, is a premium that somebody would pay to a private insurance company. Um, so Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, these have been around um, at least the first two, mm-hmm. roughly as long as I have. I, I think that that, that that was only from the mid-60s, I believe. Yep. Is that right? Yep. What did people have before Medicare? Do you know, I think it was just a lot of out-of-pocket cost. Yeah. Um, I think it was paying cash to the doctor or the clinic. Um, the thing to keep in mind, too, is since the onset in 1966, it was never intended to cover 100% of cost. There were always these these gaps that – that Medicare did not pay or would pay 80% of and potentially you would be responsible for 20% of a Part B cost. Um, and that is something that from the get-go insurance companies realized, you know, we can come in and kind of help to fill in some of those gaps that original Medicare does not cover. Yeah, and that's when the the, the Advantage plans came along and the like. Yep. So there are changes this year to all of that. And if you have questions about the basics of Medicare, that was Medicare in five minutes. But if you have basic, uh, basic questions, feel free to call into the show. What I want to ask you now, Lucas, and we are talking to with uh, Lucas Zucker, who is an educational um, – he's an outreach specialist for, uh, um, about Medicare topics. What is new this year? So for 2019, um, first a shout-out to open enrollment, which is coming up. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, um, this is every year. It's annual, October 15th through December 7th, and that is when you can review the the current plan you have. You can shop around, switch plans to take effect January 1st. So that's coming up literally next week. Literally next week. And you have from October – say those dates again. You have from October 15th until when? Until December 7th as the annual open enrollment, and that's for any plan that includes Part D drug coverage. You can shop around, see if, if your current plan is still going to cover your drugs in the new year or if the costs have gone up, and you can, uh, you can change. So we've been talking a little bit at the, at the very top of the show. I said that there might be a few hundred thousand people um, who are affected by – Medicare cost plans. Could you tell us what that is? Yep. So Medicare cost plans are one of the types of insurance options that people have to fill in the gaps after original Medicare. Um, They were quite popular in Minnesota. We do have the most enrollees in that type of plan out of any other state, and it is upwards of 400,000. Now, granted, it is not entirely going away for everybody. Um, They are set to sunset, um, for 66 counties in Minnesota in 2019, so come January 1st. Um, there are 21 counties that do get to keep them. Um, and, uh, and granted, some states may also have, have some that uh, are able to keep them. What is the deal with that? Why would it be 66 counties in Minnesota are going to lose their Medicare cost plans, and, but there's 20? It's down to the county level? It is down to the county level. Um, this came about in 2015. It was a, an act of Congress. So at the federal level, uh, cost plans were decided that if, if, uh, if counties have enough competition of two or more Medicare Advantage plans that meet certain enrollment requirements, then cost plans need to go. 
And if a county does not have enough competition of other types of plans, then the cost plan could stay. Okay, so the people in those 21 counties, they maybe don't have as many other options. That is exactly right. Okay, so you've used the term Medicare cost plans, and for 66 counties in Minnesota, those will be going away in 2019. What is a Medicare Advantage plan? How is that different? Yep, so the Medicare Advantage plan, and again, this is the the Part C, the sort of all-in-one, um, this is a, it's a different way of administering your Medicare benefits. So it's the one card at the hospital, the doctor, and the pharmacy. It's kind of an all-in-one versus a, a cost plan or the third type of plan called a Medigap, which you would have your original Medicare card and a separate drug card and potentially a, a separate card for, um, for the, the doctor or hospital. It is absolutely the simplest system in the world, Lucas. <laughs> yes. Let's see. I have a, I have about 100 more questions, and I'm telling you, um, if you are uh, have questions about Medicare, you're going to want to take this guy home with you and have dinner with him, but unfortunately he can't do that. But we are going to tell you about resources that you can do after um, we have a break. And we certainly do welcome your phone calls and uh, text messages uh, as well. 651-989-9226. Folks who are on the line, stay there. Uh, those uh, textures will get to your text messages as well. That number is 81807. Now, welcome back to uh, Healthy Matters. We're talking and taking your questions, uh, both phone and text, about Medicare, your Medicare questions. Important topic, and we have a line open if you'd like to fill it, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Shelley is calling from Wyzetta with a question. Go ahead, Shelley. We're listening. Um, I'm, first, I have a two-part question. First part is for my mother. Um, she has uh, Medicare Hospital Part A, Medical Part B, and they also have a Medicare supplementary with Blue Cross Blue Shield. And if she does nothing, will that plan just roll over into an Advantage plan and she'll have the same kind of coverage? Thank you, Shelley. Um, that's a great question. May I ask briefly what Blue Cross plan is this that you're referring to? It says it's a gold plan, Medicare supplement, RX Advantage drug saving plan. Great. So that Blue Cross plan, that's con- the senior gold, that is a, um, they call that a Medicare select, and that's like a Medigap. So that is not part of the changes of the uh, cost plan sunset. The, so it, it, hers will stay the same then. So that would continue. And do I assume she has a drug plan as well, a separate drug yes. plan? So, mm-hmm. And that would continue, but it's, again, it's her right during open enrollment to shop around for a different drug plan if she wishes. Okay, so basically I, I really don't have to do anything for her then. Um, if she is, is happy She's with that. happy with yep, what she has. Then okay. that plan is not changing. Then the other question is about me. I'm going to be turning 65 soon, and um, but my husband is still working, so um, I plan to just continue on his work plan. Do I still have to enroll or can I wait till when we both go on Medicare when he's done working? Also, good question. Um, now, some people would choose to sign up for Part A because it is premium-free. For and I would, uh, so I wouldn't have to pay any premiums. And you would not pay a premium for that. At the same time, it's important to talk to the benefits manager or HR person um, at the uh, at the company. work plan. Yep, uh-huh. just to make sure because some plans do say, you know, we will work like a supplemental plan after you have A and B. And some plans will, or, and some plans will say, "Nope, um, we will, will still cover you at a hundred percent with that that employer coverage." So it really okay. depends on the company. Okay, and everyone says, "Yeah, just sign up, just sign up." How do you sign up? 
Yep. So to sign up, you uh, you uh, contact Social Security. That is through Social Security and uh, how you how you do that, and um, you can do that up to three months before your sixty uh, fifth birthday as well. All right. Good. Good questions. Thank you, Shelley. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. You can see Doctor Hill, and we have a bunch of those too. I did want to um, ask a little bit about the employment question. So, and this is more. Um, I've heard it on the on the text line here. Um, so I'll kind of paraphrase it. When you're employed and you turn sixty five and you're still working, a lot of people do. Who covers things first? Is it do you do you still have an employer? Plan. I know you talked to Shelly about her staying on her husband's mm-hmm. plan. So let's say I have both a commercial plan and I'm 65 years old and working. Yep. So if you are part of your uh, employer's group health coverage, you have that opportunity to continue with that. Um, you might also decide to get Part A, keeping in mind that you cannot um, contribute to an HSA, a high uh, health savings account, while also with uh, – receiving Part A. So um, they recommend that within six months of your planned uh, retirement date or start of Medicare, you stop contributing to an HSA. Here's a question from the text line um, 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 that says, what's the difference between cost plan and Medigap? And if you have an Advantage plan, can you go back to Medigap during open enrollment? That is a fantastic question. And uh, with these cost plans, because it's ending and it's it's no fault of your own, it's not for failure of paying a premium, because it's ending in your area, you actually get a new window to get into a Medigap plan. Um, and again, that's the true Medicare supplement where it's still A and B administering your benefits through the federal government, and then a Medigap plan picks up picks up after, after original Medicare has paid versus the Medicare Advantage plan where all of... All of the administration, all of the bills go directly to that company, and they they figure out what the copayments are going to be. So this person who has an Advantage plan can go back to a Medigap plan. Well, so what I'm speaking of are specific for people whose cost plans are ending. In 2019. They yep. get this special um, guarantee issue window of a six-month period um, – well, I should say, normally when somebody is new to Medicare, you have a six-month window in which to get into a Medigap without a health screening. And um, if your plan is ending, then you are able to get into uh, Medigap again. All right. Uh, let's uh, go back to the phones, and then we'll have grab more text, too. Uh, Bill in Northfield is next up here. Go ahead, Bill. Yes, sir. I'm a uh, 100% uh, disabled uh, Vietnam vets here, uh, Agent Orange exposure, et cetera. I was told when I uh, applied for Social Security that I wouldn't have to have the extra Part B and whatever else. Now I'm beginning to wonder if I should have had that on. And uh, what's your opinion on that? Thank you for your call, Bill. And um, I'm curious, too, do you have a Part D drug plan or or do you get that through the VA? Well, I'm 100% rated disabled with the VA for my combat injuries. And uh, I've been coming along all right with that, but uh, I'm just wondering if I should have the extra coverage on Social Security. Yep. So when it comes to uh, VA benefits, it's a great service for you to be able to go to that health center and receive your care and receive your prescription drugs. The 
Um, the reason why you, you might want a Part B and a Part D is if you were to, to travel or have some procedure that the VA is unable to perform. And perhaps you would have to go to uh, um, another, another place, another facility. All right, very good. I know we're up against the clock, Doctor. We have uh, basically less less than a minute to go, but we are. If you're just joining us, we're talking and answering your questions about Medicare, and we have another half hour of the show to go. Yeah, let's take your questions. I'm um, staying in the line if you're on now. I do want to tell you about a couple events. Um, in a few seconds here, our hernia screening event is this Saturday. We're getting lots of calls and people signing up, but there's still room for you. It is this Saturday, October 13th, a free hernia information session at screening at Hennepin Healthcare's Clinic and Specialty Center. You can see the robot that they operate. You can meet the surgeons, and they'll even examine you in a private space if you want to. Go to hennepinhealthcare.org slash hernia. It is free. Parking is free. It's this Saturday, October 13th, 9 to 11. HennepinHealthcare.org slash hernia. A lot of interest in that topic. Yeah, We'll, we'll uh, take this break again. We have another half hour of the show to go to stay with us. Yes, good morning. Welcome to this portion of Healthy Matters. We're talking and taking your Medicare questions today. And for those joining us a little bit late, Dr. Hilden, who did you bring with you today? Thank you, Denny. Good morning to all. We are talking about all things Medicare with Lucas Zucker, who is uh, um, with the Senior Linkage Line. He's a community outreach specialist. That's a, a service of the Metropolitan Area Agency on Aging. And um, uh, thanks for being on the show, Luca. Oh, you're most welcome. It's Lucas is his name, and he, and uh, Medicare is his game. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the senior linkage line itself and tell people how to get a hold of it because by, by necessity, all we can do here on the show is give high-level information. And, and people, this is a bigger topic that needs a lot more a lot more time for many people. So could you tell us a bit more about the Senior Linkage Line and very specifically, what's the number? Absolutely. So the Senior Linkage Line is a toll-free number, 1-800-333-2433. And we are able to connect people to uh, providers of different services in their area. We're able to do free one-on-one health insurance counseling. And uh, we are able to do that over the phone and uh, partnering with sites in the community. But the vast majority of our health insurance counseling is over the phone. I'm going to read you two text messages about that. They're not questions, but they're comments. This one says, thank you for the senior linkage line, sir. Everyone has gone above and beyond ever since I moved to Minnesota regarding any question I have. So there's a little kudos to the senior well, linkage line people. Here's another question that says, um, the senior linkage line, this one's from Christy, I think. The senior linkage line helped my parents compare plans during open enrollment. They saved $1,000 over the course of the year. It pays to compare. Thank you for having Lucas on the radio this morning. Very knowledgeable, very helpful. That is from Christy. Thank you for that. And I do have a, a shout-out to the Medicare.gov website. This is the go-to source for all things Medicare. If you want to know if something is covered or how it will be billed to Part A, to Part B, to Part D, um, also on that Medicare.gov website is the Plan Finder tool, and this is how one can compare plans for 2019, even just to see what your current plan will look like in 2019. What will the premium, the copays, the coinsurance be for different services? That is available on Medicare.gov right now. We're going to go to the phones in just a moment. Not quite yet. Carol and Pete, hold on just a couple more minutes. Um, they've got good questions. But in order to kind of reintroduce what the what that's changing in the Medicare cost plans, I'm going to read you this text question. It says, I just got started with Medicare, but I'm not familiar with the term cost plan. 
Is this a new term for Medigap? Thanks. So um, we, we started this in the first half of the show. Medicare cost plans are being phased out in 2019. Please say more about that. Yep. So um, these are going away for 66 counties in Minnesota. 21 counties get to keep them. And I have some numbers here. So out of the 1 million people in Minnesota who have Medicare, 63% do not have a cost plan. This does not affect them. Um, 195,000 people have a cost plan with a separate drug plan. And with the cost plan ending in 2019, they're going to need to kind of look at their options, either Medicare Advantage or Medigap. 125,000 people may have gotten a letter that says that they're going to be automatically enrolled with a a Medicare Advantage plan from the same company. That's also called deemed. Um, So that is an option. They need not keep that plan. They could still shop around during open enrollment and after. Um, And then 50,000 people have a cost plan in one of the counties that they get to keep it. So it strikes me as that there's really, we're not talking about part A and B here, but of the plans that you, premium-based plans you can purchase, there's the cost, the Medigap, and Medicare Advantage. And the cost plans, as you said, are go- for various people are going to go away. Should then, should then people be looking at a Medicare Advantage or a Medigap plan? For, for most people, that is going to be the option. In Minnesota, it is going to be that option of a Medigap plan. Uh, with a separate Part D, Medicare plans do not include Part D, or a Medicare Advantage, which generally has a Part D component. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Pete in Otsego has uh, been waiting. Uh, Pete, uh, good morning. Yes. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I, I had a question about what Medigap is uh, specifically. But more importantly, I went to Medicare.gov, and I was trying to make comparisons uh, between the various plans, and I got some information about what the deductible was for health, and but I didn't get all of the information I'd like to know, the co-pays and what inpa- inpatient uh, cost is per day or whatever. How can I make comparisons between the options that are available and get down to more specific detail on each plan? Thank you, Pete. And uh, to answer your question, every year, the Minnesota Board on Aging puts out a catalog called Healthcare Choices for Minnesotans on Medicare. He's holding that right here in front of me. It looks <laughs> well, fantastic. This is the 2018 edition. The 2019 edition will be out shortly. There is also a website, and that is mnhealthcarechoices.com. No spaces in that. mnhealthcarechoices.com. And this is the go-to source for all of the different plans in Minnesota, drug plans, Medigap plans, Medicare Advantage plans. And it does a great job of listing out the plan area, the hospital inpatient copays, the outpatient copays, the ambulance copays for each and every plan. So it's very much apples to apples as you flip from page to page. Where do they get a hold of the catalog once it comes out? This looks like a it's a half inch thick catalog it's, that he's it's holding. It's quite comprehensive. Um, and this uh, we partner with libraries, city halls where we we deliver it. But uh, you can also call the senior linkage line at one eight hundred. Three 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 two four three three, and request to be put on the mailing list once it is out in print for 2019. We're going to give that number again. The senior linkage line sounds like a great call for people who need help with Medicare. It is funded by a partnership between the state of Minnesota and the federal government. You're a nonprofit agency to help seniors or help anybody who needs Medicare. And caregivers of, of seniors, um, people with disabilities, uh, just because somebody is under age 65, we are still able to help them if they if they have Medicare in terms of their uh, health insurance. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is our phone number. Text is eight one eight zero seven. 
Carol has been waiting there in Brooklyn Park to ask a question. Go ahead, Carol. Thank you. Uh, yes, I have um, um, Blue Cross Blue Shield Platinum Blue cost plan right now, and I have Humana for my drug plan. My question is, if I do nothing, will Blue Cross Blue Shield automatically put me in their Advantage plan? Carol, and, oh yeah, that is a great question, and I'm glad that you mentioned that Humana is your drug plan because that means you have a separate drug plan and separate from your cost plan. So the cost plan is ending. You will not be one of the people who is automatically enrolled into a Blue Cross Medicare Advantage product. Um, if you had it bundled together with a Blue Cross drug plan, that would be different. But uh, by you having two separate ones, you are within your right to keep the Humana plan. That's that's not not changing, and only the uh, health portion, the cost plan, would go away. In which case, um, a Medigap might be in your in your interest because you would be able to keep that Humana, or you can choose a Medicare Advantage and get everything kind of bundled together. Could I, if I go with Blue Cross Blue Shield Senior Gold, do I have to go with their drug plan then? Yep. So um, the Senior Gold does not include a drug component. So potentially you would be able to keep that Humana that you currently have for your drug coverage. Oh, okay, because now if I, if I choose the, the um, senior gold, I have several pre-existing conditions. So I'll, I'll kind of be stuck there. I won't have the advantage of next year deciding to go to something else. Do you know the, um, the Medicare Advantage plans, there is only one uh, diagnosis that would that – would, uh, allow you to be excluded from a Medicare Advantage plan, and that is end-stage renal disease. So for all other pre-existing conditions, that Medigap window, because your cost plan is ending, um, that would be guarantee issue rights. Actually, a pre-existing condition situation that that is favorable in this case to Carol, she the, the, it wouldn't matter unless it's end-stage renal disease. Yep. That's different. So if somebody decides to go into a Medigap and then after a year or two thinks, you know, this isn't really for me, I, I would rather have something altogether or some of the extra perks, for instance, that Medicare Advantages uh, can have, they can always switch into that as long as they do not have end-stage renal disease. I don't want to belabor the point, but I, but there's maybe another half a dozen questions about Medigap versus Medicare Advantage. So the Medigap is – the Advantage plans are sort of an all-in-one Plan, That's right? a great way to, to word it, yep. And the Medigap coverage is simply a, an additional separate thing. Yep, the Medigap is filling in the, the costs for your deductible copayments and, and whatnot for A and B only. And you would still have to have a separate Part D plan um, and for drugs. And it does uh, it is worth noting that um, when one does not have a Part D coverage for 63 days, there is a penalty that begins to be accrued. Sounds like the Medigap's more like the a la carte menu and the Advantage plans. Maybe you get the one-stop buffet or something <laughs> like that. All right. Well, we'll get away from the food analogies. Could you answer this text question? It's, it, um, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, why do you still have premiums taken from Social Security? That is a great question. Um, you know, or the – yep. And people have asked me that. Do I still need to pay my Part B if I'm going to have this company manage my Medicare benefits? And the answer is yes. You still need to – contribute to the, the federal level of uh, you know contributing for, towards that Part B premium, but there are extra 
um, coverage that comes with your Medicare Advantage plan, and that's part of that premium. Say more about premiums. Um, in the first half of the show, you said it's a hundred and some a month, but it is. There's another text question that I'll paraphrase that 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 talks about aren't Part B premiums income based. And, so, and why is it from Social Security? Why are we even talking about Social Security at all? Yep. So Social Security uh, manages the eligibility and enrollment of Medicare. They do the the, the premium and, and kind of making all that. They handle they, the money. They handle the money. Uh, CMS, or Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that's the federal office that, that deals with uh, – Payment and uh, quality control and actually paying the doctors and the clinics and the medical supply companies. So when it comes to Social Security, they know how much you make. And uh, there is an income uh, income bracket-based system of uh, the Part B premium. So for some people, it can be more than $134. That is true. All right. Very good. We have more show to come. If you uh, have a question, a Medicare type of question, 651-989-9226. Or uh, send a text, 81807 is the text number. 45 degrees in the Twin Cities. We'll be right back. And welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters. We're talking about Medicare, taking your Medicare questions. And here again is Dr. David Hilden. So, Lucas, um, some people are are asking, and and I know this is a complicated subject, but where did the cost plans come from and why are they going away? Yep, so cost plans were just uh, an additional type of plan that would pay what Medicare does not. So it, it kind of supplements your um, your Medicare benefits. Um, not all states have them, and not all states have many enrollees. Minnesota really, really embraced them, and we have 60% of the nation's cost plan enrollees. 60% so, of the whole nation? Of the whole nation. We have I, I looked it up. We're, we have seven times as many as the next state even. So people really liked these, and they liked, I think, the, the flexibility of them where you could have it bundled with drugs or you could have a separate drug plan. It's a flexible plan. You could stay within the network. You could go without, outside of the network. Um, there were generous travel benefits and things like that. Why are they going away? So they're going away because, I, as I understand it, they were more expensive to administer at the federal level, where the Medicare Advantage plans, because they do that administration, that bill payment and all of that, uh, that fine paperwork, uh, it does save the federal government money. So this was literally an act of Congress just made them go away. Yep, in 2015. Okay. And again, not all states affected equally. Um, and it actually uh, was extended, the deadline uh, for the sunset. So we, we've gotten some extra years out of it. So I want everybody who's listening to get a paper and pencil because we are going to give two big in- bits of information in about two minutes. And it's going to be the no- phone number to the senior linkage line, and we're going to give the website for comparing plans again. So get a th- – a pencil ready for that. Um, uh, I have a lot of other questions. Do I have time for a couple more of those? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sure, okay. Certainly. Here's something that says, I'm a snowbird and have a house in Minnesota and Arizona, but all my medical appointments are in Minnesota, and I want to keep it that way. But I do have a residency in Arizona. For What do I do? So is it, it, how do these – I guess this is a question, but how do these plans travel across states? Do you know? It really depends on the plan. It's best to look, look that up. Um, if somebody – wants to necessarily move to another state, a Medigap plan is nationwide. No network except for the the Medicare Select, like the Senior Gold, does have a network. But largely the Medigap policies do not have a network, and they do travel with you um, even if you move completely your residency. Um, But even the Medicare Advantage plans do often have a travel benefit. Look it up on each plan. Here's another text question. It says, 
My husband is 67, still farming, and signed up for Part A at age 65. I am 60 and work full-time and have an employer plan which covers both of us. I contribute to a HSA as part of this coverage. Does that violate the no HSA rule for my husband? Oh, gosh. Um, and you've got about a minute to answer that. Yeah, there. Right? How, about, how about that, Do Lucas? you know what I would recommend in that case when it gets into the, the really nitty-gritty details, we are really good at – Diving into that on the senior linkage line. And again, that is 1-800-333-2433. And we have Medicare specialists who are able to uh, get into those personal matters. Okay, that's, a, that's probably a good answer. Thank you for that text question. Um, uh, I think it's a common situation where somebody – one of a, where they've got plans and they've got Medicare and they've got this, that, and the other thing. Um, let's see. If I can go back to this one, we're talking about the the sunsetting of me, of uh, Medicare cost plans, which are a big deal, particularly in Minnesota. Here's a text question: says, are there similar resources for other states? Like Wisconsin is mentioned on the text line. Great question. So the senior linkage line, we are Minnesota based and kind of Minnesota centric. Um, when it comes to well, it's paid for by taxpayers of Minnesota. That correct? too, yes. So, um, but the state health insurance assistance program at the federal level. Is uh, is in every state. Um, one way or one place to find that out is um, eldercare.gov. www.eldercare.gov. You can put in a city or, or a zip code and find out what the local sort of equivalent to the senior linkage line or um, home and community based services. Uh, kind of depot would be for that state. Other states do have resources as well. Um, we're going to wrap up with new questions. We've been talking to Lucas Zucker, who is a, a senior linkage line um, a community outreach specialist with the Metropolitan Area Agency on Aging, a state of Minnesota nonprofit that helps seniors and others um, with your Medicare questions. Um, the, the senior linkage line, if you want information, is what, Lucas? Well, so that number, 332433. And then you also gave another website for for comparing choices. What is that website? Yep. So that publication through the Minnesota Board on Aging, that website is mnhealthcarechoices.com. mnhealthcarechoices.com. I want to thank Lucas for being on the show. I do want to alert people that um, uh, just related a little bit uh, from my own um, uh, self-serving nature. I want you to let you know that seniors, we have a great place for you to get care. The Department of Geriatrics and Extended Care at Hennepin Healthcare is among the best in the state. And if you need, uh, if you're an older adult and you are looking for care, we have, we do home visits, we do visiting nursing. We, you can come to our clinics. We're in many locations. And um, if you would like to get a, a specialist in care of seniors, it's six one two. Ask for care for seniors, 612-873-6963. We'll be back next week with, uh, I believe it's an open line show. We are going to do an open line show. We hope you join us again. Thanks for joining us today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.